Welcome to Union City Radio for Sunday, December 4th. Here are highlights from last week's Union City Radio. Workers at the La Colombe Coffee Roasters Farragut location in Washington, D.C. last week announced plans to unionize with UFCW Local 400. This is the second cafe in the district to file to unionize after workers at the Lacombe Chinatown announced a union effort the previous week. The announcement followed shortly after more than 100 Starbucks locations staged a one-day strike two weeks ago as part of a nationwide push to unionize the coffee chain. Union organizing efforts are also sweeping through the DMV region, where in the last few months, workers at Books a Million, Mom's Organic Market, Union Kitchen, Politics and Prose, and the Zen Leaf Dispensary have all unionized, announced plans to unionize, or ratified their first union contracts. The Washington Teachers Union and D.C. Public Schools finally reached a tentative contract agreement last Wednesday. The deal, which must still be approved by union members, delivers robust back pay in recognition of the tireless efforts and sacrifices our teachers have made over the past three years, said WTU President Jacqueline Pogue-Lyons, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, and DCPS Chancellor Louis Farabee in a joint statement. The tentative deal includes a 12% salary increase over four years and a 4% retention bonus. Tambra Jackson says the best part of her job at the National Gallery of Art is seeing children come to the gallery for visits. Jackson has been working for the federal government for eight years, first joining the rest of her family in the Smithsonian Institution and then transferring to the National Gallery of Art where she's president of AFGE Local 1831. I wish that people knew how hard the employees work to maintain the gallery and to make sure they have a safe and clean place for them when they visit, says Jackson, in the latest of AFGE's series of profiles of the people who keep our federal and D.C. governments running. You'll find that series on our website, dclabor.org. During the pandemic, grocery store workers kept going to work so that the rest of us could eat. Now, as that natural disaster recedes, those same workers see another threat looming. What will happen to working families when they can't afford to pay Kroger's higher prices? Asked Judy Wood, a cake decorator at Albertsons in Orange, California. Wood, a member of UFCW Local 324, was one of five grocery workers from around the country who came to Capitol Hill on Tuesday to warn that the proposed merger between grocery giants Kroger and Albertsons would have a huge negative impact, not just on consumers and grocery workers, but on suppliers like farmers and ranchers. Too many employers still discriminate and retaliate against pregnant workers when they ask for necessary workplace accommodations. The Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, PWFA, would change that, creating a clear standard requiring employers to engage with workers and provide reasonable accommodations to workers with pregnancy-related limitations. Supporters rallied on Capitol Hill yesterday. The PWFA has passed the House with a bipartisan majority and needs only a vote in the Senate to become law. Highlights from last week's Union City Radio, 
available on your favorite podcast app. For this week's labor calendar, go to dclabor.org and click on calendar. In today's labor history, on this date in 1943, President Roosevelt announced the end of the Works Progress Administration, or WPA, concluding the four-year run of one of the American government's most ambitious public works programs. It helped create jobs for roughly 8.5 million people during the Great Depression and left a legacy of highways and public buildings, among other public gains. Today's labor quote is by Walter Ruther, president of the United Auto Workers, elected president of the Congress of Industrial Organizations, or CIO, on this date in 1951. Walter Ruther, who said, What is the labor movement all about? The kind of labor movement we are building in the CIO is not a labor movement committed to a nickel-in-the-pay-envelope kind of philosophy. It is a labor movement that says we have to mobilize workers in the economic field and then apply that power to the struggle in the political field as citizens and to the consumer's field as organized consumers. Union Union City Radio is supported by our friends at Union Plus. Find out more at unionplus.org. This has been Chris Garlock. See you on the line.